Welcome to the Rogues Alliance Actual Play Podcast, where a few friends sit down every two weeks to play some games and record the fun for you, the listeners. In the aftermath of Vex's massive explosion, Cass, Gar, and Ob face off against two red-cloaked Imperial guards and one of the most dangerous foes the Empire has at its disposal, an Inquisitor. Can Prince Valen be shown the ways of the light, or will he tumble down the path of the dark side? How will Davik take advantage of this new situation? Is that the sound of Vex's manic laughter I hear? Find out next on episode 20, Blast Furnace. Hey, yeah, let's roll some destiny points. So what are we at? <laughs> three, three and three. Everything is in balance. <laughs> <laughs> For, For now. now. <laughs> Alright guys, well, welcome back. Do we need a recap on last time? I think we're... <laughs> Got a pretty good idea yeah. of what's going on. Yeah. I think so. Let's go around and say who's who. As always, I am Jamie, and I will be your GM for today. I'm James McManus, and I'm playing Zero B One, a droid soldier. I'm Jason, and I'm playing Vec Tilma, the hired gun demo man. I'm Andrew, I'm playing Davik Ulat, the mechanic slicer Duros. And I am Alan, and I am playing Gardolo, Corellia's freest son. <laughs> And I'm Brittany, and I'm playing Cass, an ace gunner, who is also the squadron leader. Ryan is not with us today, as we all can see, but for our listeners. So, Jad will be AWOL for this session. Luckily, he has gone off and is currently at the ship loading on TIE Fighters, and so what was going to be his side of the encounter will just be handled off-screen until you guys get... if you guys get back to the ship. Okay, so I worked this up on Photoshop, actually, just so that I could get a basic idea of where things were. But here's the map. This circle is the radius of Vec's explosive. Shit. And just how much was taken out. Speaking of which, which means that Vec, when we use your talent to put you at the minimum safe distance, that puts you here. Well, he was going to the front door, wasn't he? Yep, but his talent was to use the get out of the blast radius by the quickest way possible, Mm -hmm. which would have been down this catwalk rather than down and over. So that's where he's starting. Davik, you're still in the utilities area, which is down here, and sort of just misses by it. And everyone else is up here. Uh, So... Is the wall off of the room that he's standing in? Yes. Yeah, I had I, I had to use a talent to have it not kill him. Yep. Thanks, man. And uh, I also... <laughs> I, I imagine there was a window that I saw. You are up here, yes. <laughs> and I also did this for myself and that I did include uh, range bands. So how many maneuvers from us is Vec? Because he's standing in the middle of that room. It would only be a long range from you about, so he's roughly three maneuvers. Are we five maneuvers from processing or five maneuvers from the ship? Processing, technically. Okay, and it's, what, another two maneuvers from processing to the ship? Yeah, well, yeah. Okay. That was just going to give you guys an idea of the scope of, of how things are and what's going on. Can I just say, I've got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> oh, and the only other relevant distance is how many maneuvers from utilities to processing? It'll take two long ranges. I guess it's technically extreme, but it's, I broke it down, so it's five maneuvers for you. Okay. Ooh, shit, dude. <laughs> so well, that essentially puts you guys at equidistance right now. Alright, so I'm looking something up, and I will be calling for this before anyone does any actions whatsoever, but while I'm looking this up, roll your initiatives. So, the people who aren't in the room with the Dark Jedi are currently cool, and she and I are vigilants, or what? I think everyone's expecting something to be happening, so I say everyone's really cool right now. I got two success. I got one success. I had one success, and an advantage. advantage. I got an advantage. I got three success. Wow! Because we really need to go first. <laughs> You're super cool. <laughs> At the moment, and as I said, there is one more thing that I want to go before we go into an active initiative. 
but so that you guys are appraised of what the order will be. The first slot is a player slot. Yes! Uh, thank you, Cass. Second slot, because I wanted to keep it separate from enemy NPCs, is Valen slot. Whether that ends up being an ally or an enemy NPC, we'll find out. And then it is two enemy slots. And then a player slot, and then an enemy slot, and then two more player slots. And then any extra enemy or ally slots that come up throughout it, this is mostly concerning Vec and Davik right now, will probably be added in at the end, or in relation to wherever your turns are. Sure. Alright, I would like Cass, uh, Gar, and 0B1 to roll me a fear check. Okay, what is the difficulty? So the check for this fear check is going to be a mortally afraid check, which is a daunting check, and it is upgraded twice, so it is two purple and two reds. I have confidence. May decrease difficulty of discipline checks to avoid fear by one per rank. I have one rank, so I can just decrease it by one. Decrease? So okay. Drop so one red and add one purple? Uh, nope. Drop one purple. Decrease, not downgrade. Right. And, sorry, a fear check is discipline? Discipline or cool. I have a feeling everyone's going to want to use discipline, but maybe your cool will surprise me. <laughs> that does not look like a good check for me, guys. Oh. <laughs> What sort of things do you face if you're scared of stuff? You're going to have to roll stuff to find out. I'm waiting to see the results before I describe what's happening. I got a success and a threat. Congratulations. That's better than you could vote for. I know, and I don't lose my minion formation. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm blowing a destiny point, and I think you should do the same. <laughs> the thing is, I'm, I'm not sure it's actually going to make a difference in me succeeding or not. You don't think so? Alright, so blowing the destiny points moves a red to a purple, correct? Yes. That's one of the things I can do. Is that what both of you chose to do, or uh, did you choose to, uh, like... I haven't flipped one yet. Ooh, I could upgrade my green to a yellow? You could do that instead, yes. I will do that instead. Okay. Because the drawback of an opposing die is not as much as the potential success on a positive die. By a little, about 10%. Yeah. Alright, so... One, two, three, four successes. Okay. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven threat. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) But I am not afraid. (laughs) I might be sleepy, though. (laughs) (laughs) just like, fits your character, though. (laughs) You're not afraid, but goddammit, bad shit happens. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Two success... Two threat. I mean, you guys are better than I expected. Wow. <laughs> so we've generated nine threat and everybody has succeeded? Uh, ten threat? Uh, how, many, how much threat did you say you had? Two. Two? Okay. So yeah, that's a total of ten. Oh, you generated one as well. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I mean, in all fairness, let's look at the situation here. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> it, it's going to get real bad. <laughs> all right. So we are picking up right where we left off last time with Gardol leveling a blaster at one of the royal guards, flanking the cloaked being, and taking a shot at him, only to have the man snap out an arm, a double-bladed lightsaber, snap hissing with a crimson blade to block the shot, and then snap back in and shut off as if it was never there. And each one of you realizes that you were standing in front of one of the dreaded and near-mythic Imperial Inquisitors, thought to be legend, folklore, the kind of thing that you tell people so that they pay their parking tickets on time and that the Empire doesn't come looking for them. This is an added worry or, or trigger something for 0B1. And it's nothing distinct. It's not like no memories are flashed, but there's some process in the back of your of your cortex that goes off where that image is just wrong to you. And the hooded cloaked man, so that the Inquisitor, gives a small smile and he says, I told you, Valen, 
I told you that your friends were going to come, and now they are here. And as he does, he draws forth a second cylindrical object from his uh, from his belt and drops it on the floor in front of Valen. He says, and now I am going to kill them one by one, slowly in front of you, unless you stop me. And there is nothing that they can do about it. And as the words leave his mouth, you can feel... The tension of the moment, you can feel that this really is an all-or-nothing, it's do-or-die moment. For Zero B1, the idea of being standing in front of what is, even though you don't have the words yourself, a Sith Reborn, as far as Zero B1 is concerned, it shakes you and you suffer too strain. Cass, for seeing Valen on the ground like that, clearly huddled and cowed, it eats away your core and that's going to take one strain off for you. And Gar, this, while maybe you might even ever admit this to anyone but yourself, you were standing in front of something that has presence of awe and power that you haven't seen from anyone ever, not even your father. And while you manage to bolster your resolve against it, it drains you. And so Gar has definitely taken the worst of it. And your threat is being divided up in two ways and that you were taking four strain. And the last three threat are going to stagger you, which means until the end of your next turn, Essentially, until the end of your first turn, because we're still in the first round, you are staggered, which means you are unable to do actions, and that includes downgrading actions to maneuvers. So you can only do maneuvers at this point. So you essentially have one maneuver for your first turn. So we have a player slot up first. I suppose, too, because we are going to be running this concurrent with everyone, we should also describe the scene on the outside. So Vex Explosive, which has been rigged, goes off to a catastrophic effect. You take out the hangar bay, it's not there anymore. But the fact of the matter is that this prison is built into the side of a semi-active volcano, and it's not built into, it's built into the side of it. Meaning parts of it are on the outside, parts of it are on the inside. So when that bomb goes off, it takes out a chunk of this prison. In fact, Davik is thrown to the ground from the shockwave of it all, as part of the wall goes away. But what happens is it burns out holes and it opens itself up to the outer atmosphere of Mustafar, but also to the inner core of the volcano. And spurts of lava start sprouting up and blasting through the now fragmented foundation of the prison. So at this point now, there is debris falling all around you guys. For those on catwalks, parts of that may be crumbling at particular times. And there is either holes or lava geysers, all that sort of thing. So you are in uh, what was once a prison and is now a prison slash Indiana Jones death trap. So we are up to our first player slot. I would be inclined, and I'm willing to spend two strain to do it, because although I can't have an action down to a maneuver, yeah. I can still two, two yes, maneuvers if I spend two strain, right? Yes, you can. I'm inclined to basically try to grab the prince and run. Anybody right. care if I take first maneuver? No. Or first slot? Would grabbing someone, though, be just a maneuver? It depends whether or not he physically resists me. Pretty much, yes. The trick with that is you're going to be mass target, number one, if you do that. With Valen, then two enemy slots before anybody else can respond. Mm-hmm. Is that what we want to do first? Yes, because it completely lays out the choice for Valen. Because if he resists me, I'm going to look him in the eye and say, boy, if you fight me on this, I will die for it. And literally, it takes the confusion away from you guys. And so the battlefield becomes clear. So I'm eliminating fog of war. Although, you guys might be hauling my unconscious or otherwise almost dead body out. So, first maneuver to Valen. And I'm going to sweep down and just be like, boy, your new friends are terrible. And I'm going to start to pick him up and push. Alright, so you pick him up, and at first, he goes with you. He's not actively like, this is a good idea, but he doesn't resist either. So, you know, hands go on the shoulder, you move him up, and as you do, the Inquisitor behind you lets out a... 
the only way that you will ever save them, that they will ever be safe from me in any corner of this galaxy is if you strike me down. And the moment the words leave, Valen just looks at you with this this pitying, I'm sorry look in his eyes. And I'm going to finish what Valen does on his turn, but he is at this point So I want to take my down. incidental talking action yep. as he starts to put his foot down and just be like, boy, this will kill me for your pride. Okay. Okay. And as he starts to fight me, I'm just like, I can't believe you. So the look that, that Gar especially, as you are now face-to-face with Valen sees, is one of, of haunted desperation. His face is sunken in. He has deep, dark circles under his eyes. His hair is matted. He looks like he hasn't slept in weeks, at least. And he just goes, I'm sorry. Run. And he shoves you back. And reaches out, and as he does, the cylinder, the lightsaber that the Inquisitor dropped on the ground, flies up into his hand. And with a scream of pure, unadulterated rage, Valen ignites the lightsaber and turns on the Inquisitor. Sweet, he's a good guy and he's on our side. (laughs) basically like the read I got from that. (laughs) If I survive this, I'm going to have to figure out what Gar uh, thinks of him now. Because that apology was not accepted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy... Go Valen. Okay. Well, unless he murders the Inquisitor in the first swing, then I might forgive him. <laughs> really hope he starts goading Valen in ways that I can respond to, because I already know how to make him point out that this is such a goddamn fucking mind trap. But Gar has no idea how Sith operates. Or and... even what they are in the begin- to begin with. <laughs> Uh-huh. Well, I mean, it'd be very easy to point out that this makes you weak. What you're doing right now is literally the weakest option. You're being manipulated. So they're not offering you power. What you're doing is enfeebling you because you suck. <laughs> <laughs> to demonstrate strength, you do what you want to do. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but again, I have no idea what fucking Sith do, so I can't do any of that. However, that line of thinking is very Gar. Mm-hmm. Right? And so... Yep. The... Oh, yeah. Like I said, I already know what Gar would say, but I can't. <laughs> I don't have any... So I'm just hoping that you drop some of the classic Star Wars mm-hmm. lines, because I already know what Gar would say to those. <laughs> Let's see what I've been... I've already hit the strike me down. So at this point, yeah, I, I will try and work that in for you at the moment, actually. <laughs> <laughs> because Valen comes in with a mad fury at this guy, and immediately the double-bladed saber comes out. And it is not nearly as one-sided as one might actually think it is, as all of a sudden the Inquisitor is being pushed back and back, one step, two step, as Valen charges forward, the Inquisitor laughing the entire time, Lelio, out, yes, yes, give in to your hate. And as he does that, Valen pulls back one and his boot comes out, cracking the Inquisitor straight in the jaw and knocking him prone onto the ground for the next round. Which skips an enemy slot, giving us to the second of our enemy slots, actually. Which at which point, a Royal Guard is going to jump in on this. So I'm no longer staggered, so next when I take my next initiative, I... Yep, back to normal. Alright, so engaged is a two... All melee has to is from engage and is to yeah that's all yep uh, unless you have defense. I would love to be an SGM and make the guy attack the you yeah, know murder bot. Does it kill me though? I don't know because well I haven't rolled yet because currently he is rolling three yellow and a green versus two purple. I'm not upgrading or spending any testing points. We don't really have them to spend, so we have one to spend. 
Yeah, but I mean, again, uh, I was Ooh. half expecting to be ripped out on this yep. first round anyway, so. I did forget that the explosion has, while not nearly as bad as the rest of the facility, it has taken a toll on this section too, so there is debris falling at this point. And I'll actually give you guys a bit of a better description of the hall that you're in. So the temple wing is a rectangular hall that is roughly 50 meters long, so a long range, and several dozen meters across and high, so medium range, width-wise and height-wise. Every dozen meter or so so against the wall is a larger-than-life statue, all of the same faceless robed figure bearing a lightsaber. At the far end is a depressed training wing. This is roughly where you guys are standing now, behind which a monolithic statue that reaches the ceiling and rises up in the center of that area. Halfway up the wall is a balcony walkway that encircles the entire chamber, and every so often there are doorways into what look to be like small bedrooms, that, that sort of thing. Most of the doors are closed, so it's hard to tell. So, the falling debris and whatnot, which might include statues falling over or chunks of rock falling and that sort of thing, is adding a setback to all checks being made right now, uh, including the uh, bad guys. So, let's see how they do. Okay. Did he get a triumph? Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Does I suffer my critical wound? I haven't... Uh, let's see. What can I do for a triumph? If so, my only request is that I get to roll a percentile. <laughs> <laughs> if I get murdered, I should at least have a hand in it. <laughs> <laughs> or not. Oh. It's <laughs> 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 still worse. <laughs> All right. So then, Alan, you are going to be taking nine damage. So nine damage, and I can reduce that by my soak? Yep. Okay. So I take six. Does a force pike have pierce? Who's that you on, James? <laughs> so team, so I'm team. kidding, I'm kidding. I know, but you'd probably get uh, mad at me if I didn't bring up rules that were relevant. Yes, <laughs> it does. It is Pierce 2, which okay. means... I only get my one soak? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so he seems to be moving with an almost preternatural grace, so that even as these chunks of Durkri are falling, he almost seems to be dodging between them as he comes in at you, as the force pike smashes out and hits into you. Mm-hmm. I am actually spending the triumph to upgrade the difficulty of your next check. Okay. And essentially you, as this pike slams into you and this current of electricity smokes through every fiber of your musculature, and that's just going to make things harder in the next turn that you go, which puts us at a player slot. As this thing comes back out of my abdomen, I'm going to like buckle over and just be like, your match, you ain't protecting nobody. <laughs> and I'm going to I mean, stagger, well, not literally, mechanically stagger, but just be like, come on. <laughs> Are there any windows in this room? Yes. Cool. They don't look outside, they look into other rooms. Which eventually looks outside at this point. Not where you guys are. Okay, there's a door behind us? A long range behind you, yes. Okay, cool. That's human long range, right? (laughs) Uh, Yes. Okay. (laughs) I would like to jetpack, pick up the prone Jedi, and fly out into the lava. Okay, then. I need a brawl roll from you, James. And that is going to be... Average. Not quite. Why? Because he's an adversary. He has uh, Uh, the adversary talent. In fact, he has it three times. What does that mean? uh, It means you're upgrading that check three times. Two red and a purple? Yep. Okay. Are you doing anything to that before I do anything to it? I would spend the destiny point. Yep, so would I. Succeeding this makes the combat go very differently. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to spend this one here. You're just going to have to roll a red dice twice. Here you go, sir. James. <laughs> and the force be with you. <laughs> okay, so that's... That's a despair, isn't it? That is a despair. Okay, how many success do you have? I have three success. 
You have three success. Three success versus three failure. Cancels out. Failure. Advantage. I've got two advantage. Okay, you net at one advantage. Any triumphs? Nope. Okay. So that's uh, actually four failure in total. Okay, so you take a running leap towards this guy. As you do, your pack starts firing up, jumping towards him, literally to sort of grab him in turn. But as you do, he pulls himself back kind of onto his shoulder blades, and both feet go straight out, cracking into what would essentially be where your collarbone would be if you were a human being. Yeah. And you can feel the metal dent in from the force of the impact as you were thrown back. I'm going to just give you three strain. Okay. Now, thankfully for Gar, the droid just showed himself to be a threat. <laughs> so our second Imperial Royal Guard is going to charge towards 0B1 for attacking at his master. Where am I in the room? Well, I flew at him. Now, he kicked here with force. Now, did he, like, grab my arms and was, like, trying to rip my arms off? Or did he just... Just kick you back. Okay. Like, my assumption is that, like, your pack didn't fully fire. Like, I haven't thrown you, like, weight the other end or anything. It's just... You okay. knocked off and took the strain and... Hovering above him. <laughs> Probably landed on the ground, <laughs> slammed in, picking yourself back up. And as you were picking yourself back up, the... Do you have any defense? Yes. I have one defense. Okay. So he's taking a setback die to that attack. So at the moment, the Royal Guard James is attacking you with three yellow dice and a green dice against two purple and two black. Yep. One success, one advantage. So then you are taking, with Pierce of two, eight damage. Pierce of two? Yeah. Okay, I take two damage. As he charges in, you know, you skitter to the ground from the Inquisitor kicking you down. As you push yourself back up, one of the Royal Guards charges in, his red cloak flaring up behind him, sort of snapping to the side, and the Electro, the Force Pike slams into your torso. Player's turn. Alright, Cass is going to talk to Valen. And I don't know what check to roll for that. She's trying to convince him to stop. For lack of a better term, because we were talking about this earlier, I think that a charm is our most appropriate check. I'm also willing to let this be a group check between Gar and Cass because I was looking for some way to incorporate mechanically Gar's rhetoric towards Valen as well, that this was not the proper way. So in some way, I feel like Gar should be helping you. Now, can I have either or a boost die or have him have a setback die because we're in a romantic relationship? Boost die. Okay. I'm two and one. For charm? No. I'm also two and one. Okay, now that said, I feel like the clear sacrifice that Gar just made is worth more than one boost die, so I'm going to say two boost die for Gar, for Gar softening him up. What is your charm check? My charm check is one, and my presence is three. Three and one. Okay, so there's no advantage making it as a group check then, because I'm two and one. You're yeah, giving... I'm giving her two boost die for what Gar has done already. I'm including this as a group check, because Gar's actions in your incidental talking is factoring in, and I feel like that deserves part. So... Narratively speaking, it's because of the softening up. Mechanically speaking, I'm counting it as that's how Gara's helped him. Has helped so far. Okay. Essentially, I'm just giving you a two boost die. Yep. Okay. So, three boost die in total. Yep. I don't feel like the environmental factors need to play a, a matter in this, so you don't get a setback die for that. Okay. But on the flip side of that, I think that this is a rather terrifying thing to see when you are in a romantic relationship with someone or care about the metal, and I think that deserves a setback die for sure. Fair enough. Now, to break through to him, so what are you rolling with right now? Two yellow, a green, three blue. Against, so far, a black. Against a black, alright. The fact of the matter is that Valen has been in Imperial custody and control for over a month now. A large portion of that has been under the direct supervision and control of this Inquisitor. The emotional and mental abuse that he's taken is indescribable at this moment. So, that is going to be a daunting check of four purple, and I'm going to flip a destiny point to upgrade that to a red. 
And technically speaking, I should have asked if you wanted to use the destiny point first. Yes. Okay, so before I upgrade that to a red, what would you like to use your destiny point for? <laughs> Probably upgrade mine. Okay, so flip two points, one one way, one the other, and upgrade one on either side. Okay, so I'm rolling. <laughs> two red, two purple, and a black against three yellow and three blue. Okay. Oh, that's awful. That is four failures and four advantage. That's not awful. You failed and produced a bunch of advantage. <laughs> so can I actually roleplay that? Yeah, of course you can. So she's going to appeal to him about his father. You are the king of Onderon. Your people need you. Your, your father taught you better than this. This is not the right way. This is not what you need to do. You need to return to your people but above all else, and you need to walk away from this. They need you in sound mind. They don't need you broken any more than you already are. What do you want to use your advantage for? I don't know. What can I use it for? Suggestions are always welcome, guys. For advantage roughly would equal the despair. Could she remove the uh, penalty that I currently use over? Okay, tentatively yes, on a mechanical standpoint. Uh, any other suggestions before I go into that? Um, could a big chunk of random debris fall on one of the Royal Guard guys and get staggered or worse for the next round? Yeah, I mean, um, yes. You could horribly distract the Dark Jedi. All three suggestions are completely good and valid. As far as affecting Gar's despair upgrade, the only thing is that I'd want a reason narratively why that works, but that could be just that Gar is bolstered by the speech, so... Oh no, because I'm pissed off, right? <laughs> because basically, you know, I mean, she's like, oh, your father, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, I mean, not his father, Gar. Gar came here <laughs> to help this pansy, and he's doing nothing. <laughs> because your cast is just begging him, and it's beneath her, but she's still doing it for him, but he is tossing it back in our face. Additional options that you might want to consider, considering you operate a blaster rifle, you can use two advantage to immediately gain a maneuver. You might want to back the fuck up, because you can't get stabbed. Yeah, that is true. Because you have an action and two maneuvers, so right now you, she is in, what, close range to these people? Yeah. So, I mean, you yeah. could use two of the advantage to gain a free maneuver and then use your maneuver so you would go to close to long and your blaster rifle's a long range, right? Yeah. So that might be useful for you because, you, can't, as I said, you can't take a stabbing. I can't take a stabbing because I will die. Well, and Alternatively, you could do any of the other suggestions and burn too strain to do similar to what Alan just suggested. I don't have a strain to burn. All right, then. I mean, narratively, I could certainly imagine you trying to have this conversation to get him over, realize it's not working, and literally back up in disgust or fear. So you could back up two and then actually recover two strain with your other two. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guy. That's fine. So, Valen almost, it doesn't even look like he hears you. I mean, despite the rock, the ceiling crumbling down around you, his almost continuous scream can still be heard. Uh, anyone who catches a glimpse of his face can see that it is streaked with tears. He makes Luke, at the end of Vampire Strikes Back, look good at this point. Which, yeah, whether it's it's, it's horror or disgust or worry that he's lost, you, you back up and resolve yourself. Either to end this or to save him no matter what. That is ultimately up to you, but you rebuild that resolve and recover your strain. Alright, we have two more player slots left at the moment. And two more players. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? That's yeah, weird. I mean, I'm a courier. <laughs> yeah, sure. Alright, so, my first goal is I want to try, because I think we were talking about this before, and you did say that there are, like, sort of weapon mounts as part of the security system within the whole prison. 
Some of them might now be smoking craters, but yes. That's, that's fair, yeah. So you're looking for like internal weapon mounts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, in that case, then they're not so much smoking craters, but uh, there are a certain number of. I don't want to call them droids because they really are like hive mind connected, mm-hmm. but again, ripping off Guardians of the Galaxy, those like flying gun yeah, mount yeah, things yeah, yeah. do exist in our part of this moment. Okay. So this would be a slicing, then I assume? Yeah. Okay, uh, some of your pool for me. All of a sudden, we go back to much easier checks. Uh, well, yeah, about that. Please. So, <laughs> <laughs> now that you've said that. Yeah. So I got three yellow, one green, and one blue. Okay, so at the moment, the room that you were in, you know, if we use this room that we're in right now as kind of a basic idea of probably, it's probably slightly larger, but you know, using this as a basic idea, uh, if you're kind of in the far corner, the far wall to you now does not exist at all. Uh, it is in fact open to the outside. And at the moment, there is no ratio. You feel this wind that melts metal fly in and just sort of like smack into you and then you see like the kind of like snap hiss of a really old re-shield that comes up so there's that slight staticky feeling but you can still see pieces of metal consoles around you starting to melt just from the air including the one you're typing on yeah uh, and that's going to make that three black in total three setback die okay could be that motivator of the lightsaber not yet do i have to see it if you need a mechanic check for it then i'm going to say yeah, probably okay. yes that's fair why I mean, it's obviously subject to GM's approval, but, I mean, it spontaneously fails due to the character's involvement or because it was about to fail anyway, and the character noticed it. This is the character's decision. I needed some way for him to go, oh, that lightsaber's going to break. We have radio contact. But we haven't made radio contact You haven't yet. made radio contact. He has not seen it. Like, I, I understand, and I, with I any little bit of, of, of change, I would consider, but at the moment, I don't think there's any way that I can justify Davik having seen lightsaber. Right. Well, but that is why at the beginning uh, over Facebook I asked whether or not we could flip a destiny point so that we could understand what was going on in metagame a little bit so that we could use our party abilities and you said I didn't have to worry about that. Yes. I agree. So I'm looking to metagame a little bit because he hasn't quite seen the lightsaber but he could think to ask about our current situation by radioing in on his turn. Yes. I don't disagree with this. It hasn't happened yet. Yeah, yep. I mean I would want to make sure that they're okay. <laughs> I guess, given what uh, Alan just pointed out then, I will cinematically, just as I'm sort of doing the the things that I had been doing already, dealing with the communications as well, be on the radio trying to contact everyone else, given the fact that in my situation, like half the room has melted away. Um, I want to make sure that everyone else is still alive. So I'm going to start radioing into everyone on the private channel that I was able to secure. It's true. Um, and <laughs> see what the hell's going on. <laughs> so I'm going to mute that. That's fine. Yeah. I'm also going to say that you probably opened up a group like yeah, line, yeah, right? Yeah. So everyone currently fighting the Dark Jedi just heard that. <laughs> and then it just disappeared when you muted it. Over the comm, like, seems like Vex okay. How are you guys doing? I got a hole in my belly. What? What? What's going on? Where are you? There's, there's an Inquisitor here, and and he's got a beam sword or something, and it, there's a, the red robe guards and. It, the the, the mag, mag ain't coming. I've been stabbed. You guys can offer yeah, yeah. <laughs> better descriptors. Yeah, um, there seems to be a little bit of a problem. Um, I'm standing in a room that's half melted away. Um, so apparently Valen is a Jedi or something. 
And apparently he's fighting to the death now and won't come with us. Uh, okay. <laughs> yes. If you're just looking for input on how to narratively say that the lightsaber was going to fail, you could just literally say, Beam sword. Oh, don't worry about it. In this, the atmosphere that uh, Vex is draining into this place is shuts down projectile uh, beams like nobody's business. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much action here. I'm, I'm, like, I'm like after 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 Cass says that. I'm just gonna like wait. What are they using for weapons? <laughs> I don't know. It's some kind of laser sword. Lightsabers. <laughs> I mean, I would really like laser sword is pretty much is... Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Well, if the damage that's caused in the, the room that I'm in is any indication. Stuff is going haywire. I'm surprised that stuff's still actually functioning in this atmosphere and crazy, crazy lava. <laughs> Have you seen the lava? <laughs> I need a mechanic check then, right? No. Have not, seen... <laughs> Have not seen the lava, currently preoccupied with the fact that we're all being, you know, stabbed and Boy, whatnot. Boy, I am, I am so tired. I just, I, I ain't seen no lava. My blood. <laughs> so I have one, one threat. But I have net two success, one of which is a triumph. Okay. Can he turn off other things? Yeah. <laughs> is it one of the qualities of the pike? Is that adding to the damage or whatever? Or is it just... Uh, yes. Okay. There's a piercing two one. Yeah, there's a piercing two. Something else, just could he use the triumph to push the bad motivator check down into a maneuver so that he can still do what it was that he wanted to do? Because I know he's got a list of things that he wants to do before shit melts. Yes, I would allow that. Okay. I would allow taking quality off of one of the uh, Royal Guard's uh, weapons. I would allow shutting down both lightsabers if you want to take a valence, but that's honestly a metagame choice of Andrew since I don't know why I want to take out. But yeah. Would you allow it to disable all vibro weapons? Yes, but it would be indiscriminate. Yep. Yeah, I was gonna say that would also take care of yours. It would take care of one of my swords, but my Corellian colors <laughs> stabs just fine. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I, I will take this one step a bit further to clarify. I think if we're gonna use the triumph to take down all all vibro weapons, yeah. I think it should take out any energy weapon. The droid will still be okay. I'll let that fly. But like, like, like blasters, blasters. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Yeah, I'm okay with that. The slug throw would still work. The Corellian saber would still work. That's pretty much it off the top of my head that you guys have right now. Yay! <laughs> um, possibly an improvised explosive event <laughs> could be justified as being able to still work. <laughs> it's, I, I use part of a droid. Does that make one of mine? <laughs> no, no, none of the ones that you have right now, but like ones that you make could be like, crap, this doesn't work. Okay, well, if, if I throw this stuff in with this, <laughs> you know, you're making a Molotov. Like, <laughs> Um, okay, so in that case then, on Davik's sort of realization of that, almost as if by destiny or some sort of divine interference, <laughs> Valen and the Inquisitor's lightsabers, because at this point now the Inquisitor is still on his back too at this point, but you know, Valen comes in for another slash and the Inquisitor grabs his saber and pulls up, and as the two hit and spark, and they literally spark off each other, there's an explosion back and both of those shudder off, and at the same time, you can see the stormtroopers that are trying to quell the riot, lifting up blasters, and just having a, a clip, clip. What the? What's going on? And then they're being swarmed by prisoners at this point. Um, so yeah, weapons now don't work. <laughs> Sweet. 
Though so that does mean that your uh, weapon mounts are no longer. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> yep. The one, like one of the advantages the Imperial soldiers had over the guard, over the prisoners, was weapons, which they really don't have anymore. I say for like hitting them with the butts. But. Oh yeah, and the ones that had like the riot gear for prison riots and that sort of stuff. Like when like the shots, the shock sticks yeah, comes yeah, yeah. out, they're like. Oh. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Getting hit by sticks still hurts. I'm sure if it comes up the Gar gets hit a second time by one of those pikes, it won't hurt nearly as much. <laughs> <laughs> so that puts us at the last player slot for Vec. In, in the back of his mind, Vec has sort of gone back to, like, man, every time that I blew something up in the last short amount of time, everything always goes bad. And like thinking about, uh, I promised my mom that I'd stay out of trouble, and I can't even believe how badly that went. And that's nowhere near as loud as the sound that's going. <laughs> I'd like to think the other voice in Vex's head was, everything went bad after I blew things up, but it went awesome while I was blowing things up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, like, still listening to the radio when they're going on like that, it's like, yeah, you know, this would have screwed up all of this. Like, yeah, of course it would have. Did you see this? This is amazing. And, like, all the stormtroopers go up, and he's, like, straight up pointing at them and laughing. <laughs> So as this is going on, are you moving, standing? Haul and ass. That's what yeah. I thought. So remember how I showed you the diagram of like the part of the explosion that it took out and oh, yeah. how like half of that catwalk was on that explosion? Yep. That means that a number of support struts on that catwalk are now no longer in existence. Fine. Um, <laughs> so at, at the best, this thing is, is shaking and rocking. Oh. At the worst, parts of it are just flat falling down. The parts of prison underneath your catwalk that are not now gaping holes of lava are now generally filled with a prison ride. So I need either an athletics or a coordination check. It's your choice which of these two you're doing, but essentially a coordination check is you like, you know, keeping your balance as you go. An athletics check is you just flat out booking it to try and beat the thing before it falls on, on you. I have both of them, and I think the coordination would look cooler. Okay. I'm going to go with the coordination. <laughs> <laughs> so that would put me at because I've got three agility, one coordination. So two green and a yellow then? Yeah. All right, uh, you were taking two setback die for this thing shaking and rattling and whatnot. And this is going to be a daunting check of four purple. Okay, and uh, another setback die for the environmental? Yes. Okay. Are you upgrading or anything with destiny points? So you do have one point. Yeah, I'll use one to upgrade. Just a failure. No advantage or threat. No, no advantage or threat. Even <laughs> <laughs> worse. Uh, it's not a, a flat fall. As you are, are charging along and trying to kind of balance, and as you do, a piece of weak ceiling above you just kind of lets out with a, a burst of lava that looks like it must have flown over the building or whatever section it was on, and then come down and melted through. And this magma comes down and slams into the catwalk behind you, immediately just melting through and down, and the whole thing just kind of collapses in and goes in one snaps, and now it's hanging on one thread, and you tumble to the side, grabbing on as you do, and you are now hanging from this thing, and it's scary. So scary, in fact, that I need a fear check, so that is going to be a cool or a discipline check from you. Sweet. And it's going to be a hard check, so three purple. Okay. Failure and one threat. I'm actually going to add, let you add a boost add to this before I make a, a final result. So that's a success and a threat. Success and a threat, okay. You are essentially so euphoric on this explosion 
that the life or death situation that you are currently in doesn't quite sink in. Like, normally speaking, you'd realize that you were about to plummet to your death. But man, that was awesome. And it's just, if something that cool happened, then nothing could possibly go wrong. And so it doesn't quite sink in. But it is still quite a bit of a task to hold on to yourself, to hold your weight on this now perpendicular walkway. So you're taking a strain for that. So that puts us back to the top of the initiative. And we are back to their first player slot. Jetpack. Energy weapon? Question mark. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to say no, it's not. I mean, we are only affecting weapons so far. Otherwise, nothing would be working. And everyone would be dead. It was yes. never an mission. Not something that would be sucked into an intake. So I wrecked energy stuff, but not mechanical stuff. <laughs> I like it. Okay, it's Star Wars. Let's go with it. Magical. <laughs> All right, just taking the first slot. I'd like to attempt the same thing again. Okay, before you do, I would like you to roll me not as an action. Do you have any knowledge checks? Lore. Yeah, roll me a lore check. Okay, it's going to be a hard check, and I'm going to flip a destiny point. Actually, no, uh, an average check, so only two, but I'm still going to flip a destiny point. One failure, one threat. Okay. Um, Something niggling at the back of my mind, and it upsets me that I don't know what it is. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Corrupted file. <laughs> Read corrupted file. Yeah, there is a... Essentially, yes, there's a corrupted file triggering, and you know it's triggering in regards to Valen. Like, something about what he is doing right now is is flaring in your mind as being bad and wrong, but you don't understand what or why. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's still your turn. Like I said, that was an incidental. So, um, so you're trying the same thing again? Yes. That is still a three-upgraded check. He has adversary three. So yeah, so two red and a purple. Yep. There's still the setback die from the environmental hazards. And still a boost from him being prone? At this point, yes. There's a destiny point, so I tap, So technically you still have first right right now. I'm going to downgrade his. I'm not spending a destiny point. Go for it. Two success, two advantage. <laughs> Yay! You said you were trying to get outside, right? Yep. Drop a Jedi in a lava pit. <laughs> Why would I let go of the Jedi? Oh, where are you going? Lava pit. Oh, are you just getting altitude? No, we're just going into lava. Oh, you're, you're sacrificing yourself? Ah. <laughs> well, let's see if it's possible for you to do that. Well, on the plus side, after you're dead, if Valen doesn't come, he's the weakest... Character in this game, by far. <laughs> and Cass might shoot him in the face. <laughs> Once her blaster starts working again. So it is an extreme range to the point that this goes outside. Okay. Extreme range in personal, though, right? Yep, in personal. All right, jetpack. Yep. So, so my first question is, we're going to hit a force field. Which way does that face? Do force fields have facings? Mm-hmm. I'm an inorganic, is the second part. I would like you to roll me a pilot planetary check. Okay. So add in the two setback die for the environment around you. I'm going to make it a hard check, so three dice. Do what? It's a piloting through, I can't remember the exact terminology, but crap. Like, if you're piloting a starship, the meteor field, right? In this case, the prison riot. (laughs) Okay. I didn't spend my two advantage. Can I get rid of my two setback dice? Or do I just add two boost dice? Yes, I'll let you do either. So you can take away two or add two. You want to give me the statistics on this? <laughs> Statistically speaking, almost every positive dice is better than every negative. Barely, but... Mm-hmm. Also, I get to roll more dice this way. <laughs> it's always just more fun. Mm-hmm. You have no destiny points to spend, right? I have no destiny points to spend. You're going to flip one of mine. 
Yep, I am upgrading that. Cut. <laughs> that is a net of zero successes, so a failure. Okay. And no advantages or threats. You clip the doorway in the hall. <laughs> so you and the Jedi just go tumbling into the prison room. Pretty much. Uh, kind of. It's like, you have failed to enter the last range band. What does that mean? You don't bank very well. <laughs> yeah, that's actually remarkably what happens. Um, in that you latch onto this guy and take off this look of indignant shock on his face as this droid is now hauling him off to somewhere. Valen turns with you, clearly not able to chase you, but the look on his face is also a mix of that same, you know, the sadness, the horror, but also uh, you're stealing something from him at this point. Yeah, and my comment to, I don't even know the guy's name, is you will corrupt my Padawan no further. <laughs> so you take <laughs> off, careening back down the hallway of this chamber, out through the door, but as you do, the catwalk that would go over the chamber normally comes crashing down. Just got hit by some lava, apparently. That'll happen. People told me this is a good idea. It smokes into you and your jetpack, sending you down into the ground. You smack into it. Two of you go skidding to a halt. At this point, you do let go of him, so you both come to like a skidding tumble, and all around you is uh, either, again, debris falling or prisoners rioting. A fair amount of them, and it looks like the prisoners are winning, actually, at this point. Do we take any damage? No. Okay. You didn't have despair, so I figured. Valen's yeah. turn. Valen doesn't do anything. As a matter of fact, as the Inquisitor is taken away from his, his eye line, and he, he turns, you know, his chest heaving, almost frothing at the mouth, tears streaming down, but as the man is gone, it, it, it's almost like he sees you for the first time. And so he, he has this moment of heavy panting and, and just staring where the guy was, and then just sort of eyes connect with with guards and then connect with Cassis and then connect with our unnamed soldier that is still technically there with you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Rogues Alliance Actual Play Podcast. For character bios, fan art, and more, check out our wiki page at roguesalliance.wikia.com. Music and sound effects are owned by LucasArts, Lucasfilm, Valve, The Walt Disney Company, or are from the site's freesound.org, freesfx.co.uk, and tabletopaudio.com. Questions and comments can be sent to feedback at roguesalliance.ca. Tune in every two weeks for more of our ongoing adventures as we blow stuff up, learn rules, and generally have a good time. I love that you don't even say career suspects anymore. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm a technician, mechanic, politico, but I mean, I don't... No, I, I'm he's... not being sarcastic. I legitimately love that you just don't... I am my own class. Yeah. He sure is. Gardolo, a class apart. That should be the name of this campaign. Oh, actually, we'll have a good one on Facebook. Um... You think something's beneath Cass? Yes. <laughs> if anything is, it's bailing. Yeah. Oh, oh, not yet. Um, <laughs> this circle, the kind of like half translucent red circle, is the radius of Vex explosive. Shit. And just how much was taken out. <laughs> Damn it, Jamie. I'm colorblind to like a small band of red. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Sorry, guys. <laughs> this rents are... What do you mean? After the session is done, you need to call your parents and say that they screwed us tonight. <laughs> Make it green. Colorful. Green, okay? There's a small band of green, but I see that one is purple. Blue? Make it colorblind, kids. God. Okay, no blue. Yellow. How about yellow? It should be fine. Okay, good. <laughs> so this yellow circle uh, is the radius of Vex Blast. It's actually easier to see when it's yellow. Yeah, I know. But... Yeah. Well, considering he's reinventing himself as a ginger. <laughs> Which I can, I can empathize oh, okay. with because I identify as a ginger even though I am not one. I spend a lot of money to make myself be one. As long as you understand that there's still a difference, it's fine. We figured, Jason and I figured that I spend more on my hair in a year than he spends on food. All right. No. I don't think that comparison's going to work with me. No. No. I would hope not. Well, I mean, you got great hair. Yeah. Well, no. I've got this walking suit, it's just... Oh, it's weird you can't comply with it. Yeah. You guys need to try surfing a volcano. It'll chill you right out. Figuratively. Oh yeah, absolutely only figuratively. <laughs> Every other point in your life is going to seem cooler. Or not as cool. Do you want to give me the statistics on this? <laughs> Never tell me the evidence. <laughs>